Guten Tag, people, and welcome to the World of Ruin EG podcast. It's episode five, and today I'm joined by the glamorous Natalie Osmond. Hello, Natalie. Hello. Hello, Thank how you are you? That. that was a very nice introduction. No. I don't look very glamorous right now, but thanks. It's locked down, it's fine. <laughs> but yeah, you good? You are? I am, I am actually very good. I'm feeling a lot more positive these days. Good, it's been a good. rough few months. Um, it's but, been a rough year, let's be honest. Well, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, Boris has said we can go out soon. So Yeah, there's the light at the end of the tunnel, which everyone's very excited for. And hopefully people can stick to the walls and we can go out and enjoy ourselves in a month or so. Yes, I want to sesh. Same. same. <laughs> I just want to sesh. I want to go on holidays. I, I want to sesh. There's so much I want to do. Literally, the last five few months, I've been saying to myself, I just want a dirty night out. That's all I want. <laughs> a three-day bender, mate. Yeah, exactly. The cold days. <laughs> yes. I was saying... So, uh, um, oh, sorry. I was saying earlier to some of my Reading friends, like, we literally, oh no, I literally want to go out and have so much fun that my mum's mm. going to have to report me as a missing person because I just don't want to, <laughs> like, I literally don't want to be in this house. Like, I'm just going to be out every night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Carol's just going to be messaging everyone, right? If you see in that area, you'll be like, uh. uh. She's in a dip somewhere, drunk. Yeah. <laughs> She's off the M25 somewhere, passed out. Oh, can you imagine? All right, so uh, for the people who don't know you, Natalie, do you want to give yourself a little introduction? Sure. My name is Natalie. You can call me Nat. I'm 21. Um, what else do I need to know? Yeah, I'm 21. Um, I'm 22 this what, year. <laughs> what do you do? Any hobbies? Okay. So I'm a performing arts graduate, and I now am a, a trainee teacher, obviously in performing arts. Um, I do have some hobbies, but they're going to come out in this podcast, I know, so... Yeah, they are, yeah. We'll talk about them soon. Hmm. Uh, and how do you know me? Oh, um, we met a very long time ago now. I think yeah, we met in, like, 2015. Six years ago, then? 2015, I think. And we met yeah. at a mutual friend of ours called Dean. Hmm. Um, we met at his house, um, like I was just chilling and I think he invited you over with some a couple of other people and we were just playing, was that the night we played Munchkins? Yeah, yeah. See, aren't I cute? I remember the day we met. Aww. Aww. <laughs> and yeah, it developed from there really, just became friends. Yeah, we just clicked. And then mm. like our friend group started sort of, the friend groups got merging and got bigger yeah and then and then the pub yeah praise be in like the last like two years or so yeah <laughs> spoons gang Spoon, spoons gang <laughs> i feel like that's every friendship group ever <laughs> pretty much yeah <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so the topics we've got in store for today mm-hmm. uh, we've got driving uh, obviously you're a driver Big up. uh we have college as you said you were performing like squares we get on to that mm-hmm Discuss a little bit about drag race. Obviously, we in a we are in a group along with some other people. We're going to discuss what's going on in drag race. Yes, queen. <laughs> um, you will be featuring on who do your tattoo, bitch? As you feature, well, you have a few tattoos yourself. Many. Uh, we're going to discuss special effects. That's one of your hobbies that you did discuss. Mm-hmm. 
be able to touch a little bit on gaming because you are quite a keen gamer. Yes. And finally, we're going to discuss your relationship. Obviously, you're dating one of my boys, Spence. Woo! So we're going to discuss that a bit. And then we've got the Q&A to finish off. So a mega show today. Oh my God, I'm so excited. Good. Like, I'm actually so excited. <laughs> All right, so first topic, driving. Obviously, you've been driving for a few years now, haven't you? Yeah, um, I passed in December 2017. Um, and... What car do you currently drive? Oh, so I don't want to get all the boys jealous or nothing, but I've got a fucking Kia <laughs> Picanto and it's yellow. So <laughs> let's step back a second, boys. Her name's Bumblebee. <laughs> yeah, because the last two episodes we featured Lois and Nisa, and they've both been quite car fanatics. Mm-hmm. So are you a car fanatic as well? Are you going to join that group of girls? Um. Okay, so I'm not going to say I'm a car fanatic because um, my family will come at me for it. Because, like, my brother's an actual car fanatic, so I just don't think it's fair to put myself in that bracket. However, I do love a a bloody boy racer car, do you know what I mean? Like Like a good, like a modded kind of car. Yeah, it's nice. I like like the sound of, like, the sound they make and the way they look. Like, it's just just fit, isn't it? Mm. So, I do have a dream car. What is your dream car? My, My dream car is a honda civic racing type in like a bright fucking green like a lime green yeah so you got a fucking need for speed yeah literally and i know that it's on the wish list of many other lads out there but i want it and i want it now yeah (laughs) and i want it to have like mad speaker system like sub offers, like yeah. in the booth kind of thing. No, we can nice. just party in the car. Do you know what I mean? Would you have like neon lights and stuff, or would that be too far? I would probably like do my own like LED lights inside. Yeah, but I wouldn't do nothing outside. I wouldn't like zoop it up more than it's already like. I don't. I'm not gonna spend money on getting a special engine and making it the loudest car in the world. Like I don't care about that. It's just more of the look for me. Tinted windows? Nah, I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm not like made of money, Wayne. Let's calm down. Like, realistically, <laughs> is this car happening? I don't know. <laughs> never know. You never know. But that's that's the dream. I mean, obviously, I know your love of your car bubble be. Would you look to depart with it anytime soon, or are you gonna stick for that car for a while until uh, um... something better comes along? Oh, I don't know. Like, I do I do love her very much. She's obviously my first baby. And she's, like, she gets me from A to B. She's very cheap, which we love at this stage in our lives. Yes, um, especially that and whatnot. Yeah. Um, she's very small, which is annoying to the likes of you because you yeah. barely fit in my car. I mean, yeah, being six foot four... Get into your Kia. I'm a bit. I'm a bit like having to shrink down and see just a little bit so I can get my head in the car. <laughs> yeah, literally. Although it has worked out for you because you have a permanent rule in my car, which you don't have in other people's car. But true, yeah, yeah, Wayne's permanent rule in my car is that no matter who else is with me, he gets front seat. Although you've never tried to get in my car with Spence, and I think Spence might he might not be happy with that. 
I mean, considering he's your boyfriend, I feel like he <laughs> might get a little bit more privilege over yeah. me in that sense. Yeah, that's true. Which is fair enough. I'll just lay in the back. It's fine. But with everyone else, that is your privilege. You get front forever dibs front seat on my car. Yeah. Um, Shotgun always. That did not answer the question at all. <laughs> um, oh, I don't know. Like, I do, I do, I do want a new car. I just want something a little bit more modern, like. Something mm. that I can have Bluetooth for my phone, so it's just easier to play music and. Yeah, because you're stuck to the uh, orc system at the moment. Yeah, aren't which you? actually I don't mind for music and stuff. Um, mm. It's really not the end of the world, but um, like I can't physically skip song with my car anywhere. Like I have to do it on my phone, which we all know is literally illegal. Mm. Um, <laughs> so I kind of want like a, a bit of a smarter car, so it's like a lot easier to. Um, do things with my music and whatnot and yeah. like it's got an inbuilt sat nav so I don't have to have a sat nav in the car because we all know I'm rubbish with directions um, I mean yeah there was that time we went bowling and the uh, the road was shot and I had to guide you from wherever we were to Stevenage I literally felt like no, we no, was going off roading that was horrible <laughs> like I don't know where you took me and like I don't know how you figured it out but it was horrible <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, I can't remember what road it is, but it's like the dual carriageway um, was shot off. Yeah. And I was like, well, back roads it is, and I can read the map, luckily. So. Uh-huh, well, I can't. So, yeah, so, that's yeah. the only reason. Like, I'm not in a rush to part with my car because I really don't even have the funds to do that. But um, if and when I can, I just want something that's a little bit more modernised to help me out on the roads, I guess. Something a bit more accessible, essentially. Yeah, a bit more practical. Yeah. Right, so next topic is performing arts. Obviously, as you said, you're performing arts grad. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we should start on how you got into performing arts. Yeah, sure. So most people that um, talk about performing arts are always like, oh, my God, like I've been dancing since I was like three, but I'm not that person. <laughs> um, I kind of stumbled into it, to be honest. I was at um, secondary school and I was picking like my GCSE slash BTEC options for year 10 and 11. Mm. Like I was on one of those like evenings where you go around and each subject has their own little stall and stuff. It's really weird. <laughs> and, yeah, we've all been yeah, there. I don't know, it's strange, but sure. And um, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I've always been a creative and I've always been um, like sort of the loud outgoing one in my family anyway. So it's kind of been in my bones, but like I was never a part of any sort of groups in that pre this stage. Like I was never part Mm. of a drama group or anything like that. I did do some things like in primary school, like with choirs and that, but like it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't really a big deal. Yeah, it's a difference between like singing in a choir than like singing on stage kind of thing. Yeah, like, and also in primary school, I feel like, I mean, it sounds really like weird saying you don't make your own decisions, but like you kind of just do like you either follow a crowd or you do what your mum says is a good thing to do because you don't, you know what I mean? You're young. You are like really young. Anyway, sidetracking. Um, and I saw um, the BTEC drama slash performing arts option and I was like, you know what? Let's give that a whirl. And I ended up really liking it and bearing in mind I hated secondary school like I literally hated it um so <laughs> I know right um 
and it was probably one of the though like there was a couple of lessons and situations in my secondary school experience I did like and that was one of them and I just had so much fun um and the people in my class they were actually really nice and I normally was not having good experience in some of my classes with people not being that nice so it was just it was just a really nice environment and then it really helps with confidence especially when everyone else in other parts of the school are knocking that confidence yeah so I got into it that way and then I did level three at HRC um to get an extended diploma in that which was also incredible um and also met loads of lovely people there um, and then I moved on to my HND course, which is a higher national diploma, which equates to a foundation degree in performing arts, which was also at HRC, which was literally the best two years of my life, as you know. Yeah. Um, I, I, I loved it. Like the opportunities we were given by our amazing tutor, um, I just like name drop. <laughs> His name's Nathan. He's great. So yeah. I mean, I've got a few questions for you later, so I'll kind of bring it up soon. Okay, it. cool. Yeah. Um, he he was literally the best person in the world. Like I have never learned something like sorry, I've never learned anything more from anyone in my life than him. Um. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to go on too much, but um, the shows we did were amazing. We did um, a lot of variety, so there was like musical theatre, or there was like contemporary theatre where we did like a Clockwork Orange, or like variety performances yeah. with the cabarets and stuff. So it was just great. Like we had a whirl of a time, and we got to go to Prague and Paris. So I mean, big love for that. And then yeah, winning. Um. And then for my third year, I decided to top up and get a third year, so I had a full bachelor's degree. Decided to top up. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that funny? That's what it's called. I don't know. Okay, well, terminology, Wayne. It's called a top-up year if you've done a fa- foundation degree. I mean, I didn't go uni, so, well, you know. sit back, child. <laughs> All right. It's my show, not yours. Relax. Um... Yeah, anyway, I went off and did my third year and I went to De Montfort University in Leicester and also had an amazing time and met some amazing people. Uh, it was just unfortunately cut short because of COVID. Um, yeah. But, I mean, I've had a fantastic experience in, um, I was going to say in education, that would be a lie because secondary school was a bit meh. But in further education, I've had a fantastic experience And honestly, I believe that doing performing arts has kind of made me the person I am because I was never this sort of outgoing and loud. Like I've always had that in me as a child, but that kind of like secondary school kind of burst my bubble. I just feel like it ignited who I like truly am, which was nice. You lit like a fire underneath you. Yeah. You know, maybe. So, yeah, I had a grand time and I come away with a bloody first. So, big up. fancy. Fancy indeed. Obviously, um, we've had Ryan. Ryan was on the first show, and uh, obviously, he had these like main show of the Crockwork Orange where he done acting for forty five minutes and remembered tons of dialogue and whatever. Mm-hmm. Did you have like? Also, I didn't see all your shows. Did you have your own show where you were like one of the main leads or um, center circle kind of thing? My own show. Center, none, none of the shows were anyone's like show. It was. 
I know, yeah, but you know, like. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, yeah. We always like worked as a team and that was the best thing about our class is that we were always such a united team. Um, yes, yeah, one thing I did pick up on when seeing the shows, like like afterwards, you'd always celebrate and, mm-hmm. you know, congratulate each other and stuff. And I know, obviously, being made with you and Ryan, I know how much, like, you said, like, oh, so-and-so done this and that they put this much effort in and this person added this idea in and it's all like a big group um, project, essentially. Yeah, literally, like, we always worked basically as a like theatre company in a way like that's the way we acted or we were taught to act um which got stronger as the like years went by um so i don't know like should i give say my favorite show i mean that would that was my next question oh okay like i don't know what one i had the most lines in i actually don't um well go to your favorite show okay so this is so hard for me (laughs) i think Oh, I think my okay. I've got two at the top, and I'm I literally can't budge either of them. So it's That's either right. gonna be um, the cabaret we did in second year, which was called Love, Loss, and Illuminations. And I say that because mm. it was mainly singing and dancing performance. Um, and I was not a great dancer before this course, but we had some fantastic people teach us along the way. Um, so I really elevated my skills by this point. And I also managed to get into this show um, one of my own pieces that I had choreographed. And cho- oh, yeah, nice. literally, <laughs> choreography is one of my weakest points of the whole like like spectrum of performing arts. Like it's one of my weakest um, points. So in order to have like overcome that and managed to get it in the final performance, like it was huge for me. Um, well, yeah. yeah exactly so and also um like I did a solo song and it was my favorite solo song that I'd done in my time there so I just sort of hit a lot of like personal what achievements what song was that now it was I'll never love again it's that one that's in that film what's the film called you know the Lady Gaga <laughs> film oh is, is, um... is it a star is born I'm pretty yeah. sure. I can't lie, I've not watched a film. But it, the song's called I'll Never Love Again. <laughs> yeah, that's also the same film with Shadow. Is that a song that's also in it? Yeah. With the lads, I can't remember the name of that. Yeah, I mean, no, they've all escaped my brain. Is it? Is it yeah. Cooper? Bradley, Bradley Cooper? Yeah, Bradley Cooper. There yeah. you go. We got it. <laughs> Slow burn. <laughs> um, and what's your other favourite show? It would be... Little Shop of Horrors, the musical. Fair. Just because it was... We always, like, tried to elevate our productions to feel like they were industry standard productions and not just in a college. Yeah. Um, But this one, like, was to a different extent to the others. I literally did not feel like I was in a college education. I felt like I had gone out and actually produced a musical and put it out further than education like it just felt insane um yeah and I got to play Audrey 2 which is the villainous role which I got a lot of shock (laughs) (laughs) um 
so yeah, I got to play Audrey 2 and honestly, I just felt like a bad bitch for the whole thing. <laughs> I can't lie. Embrace the role. Uh -huh. And I got to wear this like really cool sort of catsuit costume and these, I, oh, I just can't, it, you didn't get to see it, did you? No, I didn't get to see it. Oh man, yeah. it was so, it was just so sick, like. What about two years wine's been on i've got the dvd i'll show you at some point Wayne, and just never i has. actually do have the dvd somewhere well when lockdown's over i'll come out and we can watch it yeah i mean i'm gonna cringe i literally hate watching myself back but i can it does I, I don't listen to the podcast because i hate listening to my own voice it's one of really do you not listen to it back i listen to it to see if the audio is all right <laughs> but i just skip through it, and that's it. yeah fair enough <laughs> I don't mind. I wouldn't mind listening to this back. I could li listen to my voice back, but I don't know. It's something so cringy about watching yourself before. I think it's okay if I was watching myself like I was alone. But you know, when you're with your mates and like yeah. you're trying to show them, do you know I mean, it's kind of yeah. like, oh, like why, why are you acting like you're all sick and that on stage? But it's because I have to. But oh, it's, it's just cringy. oh yeah, it's a part of the, it's a so, obviously, as you said, you're now teaching or training to be a teacher in performing yes. arts. Is that was that your goal from to begin with, or was there like another goal that this is came up and you're like, I'm taking that instead? Um, it was not the goal to begin with, um, and oh, I don't know when. I don't know. Okay, let me let me sort of figure this out in my brain. I feel like it was something that I in the back of my mind to begin with. I knew that I would enjoy slash maybe be good at but it wasn't yeah. like when I started it wasn't like I'm definitely going into teaching this is what I'm gonna do um obviously everyone's goal when they're doing performing arts is to be a performer somewhere whether that is yeah. on stage on tv on film small things youtube whatever you do that's the goal and I think it was like in my second year slash third year I was kind of umming and ahhing about doing the teacher training course. Mm. Um, and I kind of said, oh, do you know what? I'm just going to do it and have it under my belt because if I do go into performing, it's not a very safe option um, for a career. You can be dropped at any moment. It might be like just on and off work. Um, yeah. So I was like, it'd be really good to just have something under my belt. So while I'm not performing or if it just all of a sudden ends and I'm, out of work like for example people going through covid right now <laughs> um then it was something that i could use and pick up as potential jobs here and there um but ever since i've started the teacher training course and been doing my placement which is at hrc of course my faith place <laughs> with nathan um I have literally fell in love with teaching as a job and I'm like now dead set that this is what I want to do as a career, not just on the side, like this is it. This is your main focus. Yeah, like I'm feeling very, very passionate about it. I'm taking up as many opportunities as possible. Like what is what we're um supposed to do, like there's a certain hours you're supposed to get done for your course. Like I'm exceeding that. <laughs> like I'm just doing oh, everything wow. I can because I just want to be there. Fair. Well, I'm glad you've like um, found something that you probably like enjoy after, obviously performing like doing your graduation mm -hmm. stuff. But like you said, obviously in the world of show business, it's so unpredictable for see like 
people that are just coming out of university and stuff to get like their first placement on TV or acting. Yeah, literally, it's really, really hard. And I knew I had made it harder for myself, which isn't a problem, but I'd made it harder for myself because I have tattoos and piercings. Obviously, I can take out the piercings, but um, if you want to get a job in industry, you're better off getting a job if you're like a blank canvas. That's the expression we use. Um, yeah. because then you're suited to more uh, like a more variety of roles. I could play sort of yeah. the innocent person. I can play different age ranges, something below the age of 18, maybe at a push. Like you, you're suited to a variety of roles where I now have tattoos that most people don't want, which is fine because I wanted them and it was my way of expressing myself. And it's what we're going to speak about later anyway. Yeah. Um, so I'm okay with that. I did come to terms with that, and I knew that all along. Um, but yeah, I don't know why I'm saying this now. <laughs> <laughs> I lost my heart. We'll, we'll move on to the next uh, topic after that. that so uh, obviously, uh, drag, drag race. race. Yes. We are obviously me and you are in a group of like what are there six, seven of us on Messenger talking about drag, mm-hmm. drag race and stuff. Um, obviously, we've got two seasons on at the moment, which is kind of confusing. Yeah. Um, should we discuss the UK for one first? Um, yeah, sure. Uh, did you watch last night's episode? No, first? because I wait to watch it with Spence. So fair enough. All right, tonight, so... basically, I'm watching that. Okay, cool. Um, so yeah, so so far, obviously, we're into we're like halfway through UK season. Mm-hmm. Um. And obviously, we've been saying this in the group that we think the UK version is better than the US version. Yeah, 100%. Okay. It's only my opinion, but 100%. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. I mean, the US season's been good, but it's not been... I I feel myself like, oh, it's Thursday. I can watch UK Drag Race tonight. Sick. Yeah. Comes a Saturday, I'm like, oh, it's US Drag Race Day. I I guess I'll put it on. Kind yeah, of that's just me. I kind of forget actually. Know, like some... literally last Saturday, I forgot about it, and it was it was actually Spence. Was like, yeah. Spence yeah. was like, "Are you gonna watch RuPaul?" And I was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> I, I literally forgot." So obviously in the UK one, uh, who obviously we've got our favorite stuff. Who's your favorite or favorites? Who's my? Fa- I have two favorite. I have always got two favorites. I can't decide. Okay, okay. so it's a favorite. Um, one would be Lawrence Cheney. <laughs> Legend. Just because he's hilarious. He literally reminds me of Lewis yeah. Capaldi. <laughs> I can see that. Now. I, you said I that. thought it from episode <laughs> one. Um, yeah, but Lawrence is fucking hilarious. Yeah, he's so her. funny. And like, also, um, just iconic. Like, even the runways are iconic. Yeah. Um like the um the one where she came out with the um the horror one and she had her face on like a hand kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, like, the butchery so, like, one, like Texas Chainsaw Massacre vibes. Yeah. Yeah, it's just so like unique kind Yeah, of I love that. You know I love that. <laughs> yeah. Um and my other favorite. taste. Yes, see, I like Tace. I do like I Tace. I love Tace. Like, she's she fit. She's a fit, really fit queen. Really like, she's fit. she's literally fit as fuck. <laughs> um, 
my mate Corey went to school with her. <laughs> really? As a fun fact. Yeah, so obviously she's from Newport. Oh. And I was like, cool, do you know so-and-so mm-hmm. like Tace? And he was like, yeah, she used well, he was in my school, like in my yeah, year. I was like, oh, That's mad. insane. So, yeah. I just love that. I sent uh, my mate Corey a picture of Tace, and he's like, yeah, she, he ain't changed much, really. Oh, my her, God. So. I just, yeah, I literally love her. And when he's doing his, like, confessionals in the episode, like, I oh, they are absolutely memorable. Yeah. Like, proper stand And they really. literally give me life. And also, it's such a mood. <laughs> like, every time he opens his mouth, I'm like, mood. <laughs> Although, yeah. I do have someone else that's creeping up to my faves. And you can probably guess. Oh. Uh, she's she's fierce, but that she's not creeping up into the faves. Like, she's, she's at the top. Is but, she... huh? Bimini or Eddie or Sister it's, Sister? It's Bimini. Uh... Bimini. See, same. To be when the show started, I wasn't a fan of Bimini. I was unsure, yeah. But she's really, yeah, she's been really growing me as the last few weeks. She like when she entered the workroom, I was like, hmm, I don't know, girl. <laughs> but every yeah. single episode, she's like literally slays. Like even episode, I rewatched episode one a little while ago. Um, mm. when I say a little while ago, I mean last week. Um, <laughs> and. Like she's she's actually been fierce from day one. Like I think I just kind of overlooked it. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I love her. Her, um, her Katie Price on Snatch Game was absolutely amazing. The eyes are the nipple of the face. Yeah. <laughs> it was just or the, like, the, the way she pronounced the word. I don't actually know what she said, yeah. but it, it cracked me up. Yeah, yeah something like face, that. Yeah, what she said. Yeah, and the pronunciation's um, spot on, like you were saying. Yeah, who do you want to win? Mm. Or who do you think will win? Uh, any of the three that I just named. Mm. I think. Well, I think. Oh, that's really hard. Literally, the three I just named is between them three. I think. Yeah, same. Like, Bimini's really stepped up for the last few weeks. Obviously, Lawrence has been a favourite since the yeah. beginning, really. And Tace, again, she's been fierce all the way through. Yeah, so. although I would say Lawrence is very comedy queen. And like like we said, she is hitting some runways. Tace is literally yeah. the fish of the season. Like, she's beautiful. Her runways yeah. are stunning. Um, and, like, she does make me laugh and stuff. But I would say, like, maybe... Bimini could steal it. Like you got, she's hilarious. Her runways are insane. Like she's she's ticking a lot mm. of boxes right now. Yeah, she's kind of like the mix between both Lawrence yeah. and Tace. Like she ticks both boxes. So maybe, maybe I don't know. It's going to be an interesting ed, uh, one to the end. Yeah, that's for damn sure. Definitely. Uh, now the US version. Well, again, we're like what. Halfway through again, I think, on the US mm-hmm. version. I'm not going to be as excited about this. <laughs> oh, I guess we're oh, talking okay. about it. Um, <laughs> who are your favourite? I think we have to share the same favourites, don't uh, we? Yeah. My yeah. favourites from... I've, I've literally just Googled Drag Race Season 13 so I can quickly look at the people. <laughs> <laughs> it's because my mind's oh, now dear. filled with UK. 
Um, okay, so obviously, I have loved Utica from day one. However, Same. I do think she is under-delivering slightly. I mean, the improv challenge is a great sign of that. Because obviously, she was like, you know, I know she lost out the role she wanted to Olivia. Mm -hmm. But when you say you've been to improv school and stuff, you should like... That's the kind of challenge. You uh, yeah, I was out. expecting more, and also like when when I saw her on episode one, and like she was just being an absolute weirdo, and was like, I can feel it in my nuggets. I was like, mate, I love you. Like, I just love full out weird. <laughs> if you're weird as fuck, I love you. And I feel like she started to maybe lose herself a little bit. I don't know whether it's because she's just not being noticed by the judges. Like, I don't know. Mm. She's pulled out some sickening runways when she turned well can we just can we just report the fucking robbery that happened oh my god when you could did not win the fucking challenge for that sleeping bag yeah that she should have won that like don't get me wrong got mick is Thank fierce you. i to be fair she's fierce but she's my favorite yeah i she is up there as well for me however that bag ball should have gone to utica yeah, so I do feel like she's been a little bit underappreciated, but I also think because of that now, she's kind of falling, she's losing herself maybe, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I mean, it doesn't, the trailer for this week's episode doesn't exactly show Yuka in a good light, so maybe this might be the this episode where Yuka maybe either refines herself or mm -hmm. loses herself. So interesting, of course, a snatch game in the US version, oh, so yeah. which is always a big, big um, breach. She could do so well um, though, because she's so unique. Like, if she just picks some celebrity that's really unique, like, I think if my memory serves me correct, in the trailer, she's doing Bob Ross. Oh my god, which could work really well or really bad depending oh on god. how she plays it. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna make me so happy if it goes well. Oh, I want to go well, yeah. Um, also, yeah, gotta make as well is one of our yes, faves. Yes. She's proper turning it out this season. Like, just she's definitely one of the faves to win for sure. She's got like the Aquaria feel about her of like she can do comedy, but she turns out the one way every week, no matter yeah, what. Yeah, she's. She's stunning. Like her makeup is stunning. Um, mm. I'm yeah. She is amazing. I do think she's probably got a high chance of winning. Um, also, sure. I do really like Simone. However, yeah. I do feel like I'm seeing the same thing from Simone. Yeah, like when she like first. Obviously, she won the first challenge and stuff, and you know that's a you know that's a lot to take on being the first challenge because that puts you in a good position for the rest mm -hmm. of the season. But it's kind of gone downhill for her since like week or since it probably started yeah. by week three. So I don't think it's gone majorly downhill. Like she's not crashing and burning, but um. Well, she was in the big last week, so like I said, I just forget. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, what was I saying? Okay. Just saying about yeah, uh, yeah. She's not crashing, but I just don't think she's 
elevating. Like she's not thriving off the wins from the beginning. I don't no. know. Who do you think? Well, obviously, we said about got me having a good chance of winning. Who do you think else else could give her a one for a month? Uh, Rose, Denali. Yeah. Yeah, that's Will the two I was going to say. But... The same. <laughs> I mean, Rose last week turned it out in the uh, the Rusical Challenge. I said Denali. Yeah, I do so... feel like Denali's being ignored, <laughs> which is a shame. Yeah. I don't think she's being recognised yet. But I just want her to keep pushing and fighting because she's fierce. Yeah. Like when she walked on episode one in like bloody ice skating shoes. I was like, okay, beach. <laughs> and then she lip-synced in ice skates as well and done a pretty fucking good job considering uh, she was on the side. Do you know what I could, I could not stop thinking about was, are you not scratching the hell out of their really nice stage? Like, I couldn't <laughs> stop thinking about how much she's wrecking their stage. Yeah. I'm guessing they had to, like, fucking replace the plant uh, oh, panels and stuff just, afterwards. That sounds pricey if you ask me. <laughs> The only other person I can think about that could have a good one in is Olivia. She's won the last two um, challenges, I think. Yeah, I'm actually not eating up Olivia as much as I know some of our other friends are. Yeah, yeah, no. Really? Like she is she is stunning. She's got she is good at like quite a bit. It sounds really mean. She's fierce, don't get me wrong. But I feel like for me, she's just not hitting she's not hitting my spots, you know. That's fair. I mean, yeah, everyone's got their own opinion and stuff. I feel like she's got like a very like childish kind of yeah, charm to her. I don't know what it is about her. I'm just that makes sense. I don't know. I think do you know. What? I think I'm just pressed because I really didn't believe she should have won uh, the talk show challenge one. Don't get me wrong; she did well with yeah. the mime, but like, I really feel like Rose and Denali like got robbed. Yeah, that, that group was better yeah. in my opinion. But it is what it is. All right, so uh, moving on now yeah, to oh, This tattoos. is going to be a long segment. <laughs> First question, can you join the Hall of Fame? How many tattoos do you have? I think Natalie? 13. I'm going to quickly count. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10... Eleven. I'm, I've got lost. I'm pretty sure it's thirteen. All right, we'll say thirteen. Cool. Um, and now the hard question is: What's your favorite tattoo? Um, oh, it's gonna be my thigh piece, which is of a warrior woman holding makeup brushes and roses uh, around the side of her face. If nobody's seen it. Well, some people have, but some people that haven't seen it. Yeah. Um, do you want to give like a brief like walkthrough on your tattoos? Uh, yes, um, that might make, help me remember how many there are. But I feel like I'm confident it's thirteen, even though I can't count. Okay, I'm gonna start <laughs> from the top of my body down. I think. <laughs> so. That would make more sense, yeah. On my left collarbone. Um, I have a tattoo, it's just some writing, and it says, Heart of Gold. Um, 
don't be fooled. I am not saying I have a heart of gold. <laughs> um, it, this tattoo is dedicated to my late nan, who sadly passed away in 2016. Um, she literally is... Lit she was the best woman ever. Um, and she had a pure heart of gold. And the story I always tell people um, when I say she has a heart of gold is she had to have carers in her later life and she had people that she had some carers that come into her home and someone stole like 400 pound cash or something from her i don't know something mad um and yeah my nan was not angry about the situation she wasn't like she wasn't mad at all she was literally like sad for the woman and literally said um like she must have been in such a terrible place to have needed to do that to someone like me so i really hope that with this yeah. money she can find some more like happiness that says a lot about like, character. so yeah. i would not i would have been fuming <laughs> i've done think anyone apart from your nan would be in that like, so be this is, the that's same. the story i tell to like prove human, her right? literal heart of gold um and I'm like I'm a very big family person. I love all of my family very much. Um, so yeah, that one's that one's from my nana. Um, I then have a tattoo that says "When in doubt, freak them out" on my arm. With underneath it, there's a little skeleton hand and some flowers, which is Sharon Needles quote drag queen. Drag queen all, girl, my yeah. all-time favorite drag queen. Also, I related to it as well because. Like, when in doubt, I do try to freak them out. <laughs> yeah. Um, then on the other arm, I have writing that says, fight the dead, fear the living with a little skeleton hand and a Cherokee rose, to be specific, which is walking dead. And... Yeah, oh, my God, huge. I don't know why dead. I didn't say that should be a subject to talk about, but actually, I don't want it to be because that's long. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, we could do literally a episode of you just talking about Maybe. Walking Dead. That would probably future. take me some preparing, I think. I'd have to think about that. But uh, I'm yeah. a huge Walking Dead fan, so that's why it's a tattoo on my body there. And I do want more Walking Dead tattoos, but that is the one I have for now. Then going down. Wait, no. Wait, on the back of one of my arm. It's going to be really hard for people to understand what this is, but if you know, you know. Um, I have on the back of one of my arms, I have a sunflower. There's no rhyme or reason or meaning for this. I just have a sunflower. It was in a flashbook. I took it. Well, I mean, that's what, saying, that's what Lois said. She was like, a lot of my tattoos are not really mean. I just like what they look like. Half bottom, of them have so. meaning. Half of them are just, I, I want them. <laughs> I yeah, just love tattoos. Um, I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. Yeah, literally. I think but... if you are someone that has a lot of tattoos. You're probably someone that is not minding what they are. Like some people only have a couple and it's probably yeah. just because they have meaning. But if, you're, if your plan is to be covered or you are covered, then they're probably just some shit. <laughs> I mean, look yeah, I love on. it. I That's love that. Yeah. Um, shout out to Kyle. Shout out to Kyle. <laughs> um, okay, then I have my doggy. On my arm with some flowers over her face um mm. who 
she's still here with us. The flowers are not nothing bad. So my dog's name is Lucy. She's a Labradoodle. She's literally my whole entire world. I got her when I was in year seven. So I have fully grown up with that dog, it feels like. So that is mm. for her because she's the best. Uh, okay, I have a sternum piece, um, which is a skull with a dagger through it with a snake wrapped around it. Slap bang on the sternum. Um, and I got that because I wanted it again. There was no rhyme yeah. or reason. I just think that's fit. Just uh, your that dog. Yeah, I'm like, that's literally fit. It, it's fun fact my mum's worst tattoo, like, she literally hates it. <laughs> when I was <laughs> planning it, she was like, can't you get something a little bit more girly on your body? And I was like, Absolutely not. When has that been me? <laughs> Look at my arm. Big old skeleton. Exactly. Hands. So what's that? One, two, three, four, five, six. That's six. Um. Uh, okay. So then, on my right thigh, I have that fire piece we were talking about, um, which actually has a mm. lot of meaning, which I would love to share to your podcast, but I I literally can't because it's quite deep. Um, but if you don't know, I can tell you privately. I think you've told but, me in the past um, at some point. On the surface level of what it is, it, there's a warrior woman which basically resembles me coming out of a hard time, and she's holding makeup. Mm -hmm. yeah, Make, yeah, she's holding me. makeup brushes um, because I sort of used makeup and drawing on like like body art and stuff to get out of hard times. Um, so yeah, the, uh, the service level is that it's a warrior because I am stronger now. So yeah, that has mm. meaning. Uh, and then on my other thigh, I have a tattoo that says, uh, art should comfort the disturbed and disturb the comfortable, which... Hey. Um, I just found it on an Instagram bio. <laughs> I, I found it on an Instagram. So I follow this makeup account, like SFX account, um, that's really gory. And she captioned one of her like weird, wonderful gore things with art should comfort the disturbed and disturb the comfortable. And I was like, hell yeah, it should. So I, I wanted that on my body ever since. Now I do. Um, then yeah. Jesus Christ, <laughs> then we get to the bottom of my legs and on my right leg, I have a haunted house in a love heart because I love horror. Underneath that, I have a Friday 13th tattoo, which is a little, um, UFO and moon with 13 in like the UFO beams, uh, on the front of my leg of that same leg. I have a little anchor, which I got when I went to Prague. Um, and I also have a little lotus flower, which is a matching tattoo with three other girls. Shout out Mickey, Leanne, Tiffany. <laughs> and then on my left calf, I have a Nightmare Before Christmas tattoo, which has literally got Jack Skellington, Zero, Oogie boogie, and it looks cool as fuck. Um, and I think that's everything. Also, I just want to shout out my tattooist Amy, 
who is located at the sunken anchor in Chesant because she literally owns 40% of my body now. Because she done pretty much all my tattoos. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, like, all the people around here that have got the sunken anchor have said that Amy's Yeah, she's sick. I need to just shout so. her out because she literally owns my body. <laughs> Anyone looking for a tattoo one throughout lockdown? There you go. Yeah. And yeah, and there's a guy there as well who's talented called Sam. So I just want to shout out them. Mm. Yeah, Dean, I think's got a few. Yeah, they're Sam literally such cool people. They're super talented. They're very welcoming and very friendly. So it's a it's a nice experience when you're being stabbed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, located on Chisholm High Street. Yeah, sunken anchor. Get at it. <laughs> uh, so, speaking, well, if you said about special effects yeah, and stuff, how many topics have we got like, left? I um, feel like I've chatted bare. <laughs> okay. Q&A. Three more left and then the Q&A. Yeah. Right, so special effects. Um, obviously, you've done special effects yeah. for as long as I've known you. Um, how did you get into That's a great question. Um, I don't physically remember when I started. I think it was 2015, maybe, which was when I started college. I'm literally pulling up my makeup Instagram now because I'm fact-checking myself. So I'm going to answer the question (laughs) while I'm doing that. Um, I got into it because, basically because of YouTube, I am subscribed to a channel called Glam and Gore, which a lovely lady called Mikey um, runs. And she is fierce when it comes to makeup. And she's a spooky queen. So I love her. Um, and at the time, I don't watch the these people anymore. But at the time, I was watching another account called Made You Look, who is more body mm. art, face paint and body art. And there was another one called ellie max sfx or something like that um and like i was just in love with it basically i'm in love with gore and blood which people don't understand (laughs) yeah other people don't understand um but i just think i think blood looks good i like the look of blood i like gore it makes me happy i don't think there's anything wrong with (laughs) gore making me happy so i was like yeah exactly well yeah yeah, i'm not disclaimer i'm not hurting anyone (laughs) um yeah we should throw it out like obsessed with blood and i'm scared (laughs) um yeah literally (laughs) also shout out walking dead that also really got me into it because i was looking i started watching that i don't even know so many moons ago and i was inspired by the makeup on that show because the zombie makeup on that show is the nuts so it was a collection of those things Mm. that made me want to do it and then i spoke to my parents and they helped me um buy some stuff and start out and at the time i was doing it a lot and teaching myself i'm self-taught through youtube um those accounts that i listed to the people that taught me um 
And I was doing it a lot of the time, but sadly, I really don't do it anymore. Although I do still love it. And if somebody asked me to do it, I'll do it. But um, I just think when you get a bit older and adult life hits you, time just disappears. Yeah, literally, who has time to do their hobbies anymore? (laughs) No one. (laughs) uh, Also, you've done plenty of various looks over the years. Um, on your Instagram, uh, what is your favourite look? Also, that you've ever a done? great question. Um, okay, so there's two sides to this. I'm gonna take one side as like face paint body art, and the other side as special effects score because I do both. Um, yeah, that's cool. So face paint slash body art. I would say my all time favourite is. Um, I done Venom. Um, yeah, I, I actually like look at it now and think I could probably do it better now, but I, I'm, I just can't be asked. <laughs> but at the time, like that was so <laughs> sick for me. Right. Like I, I drew a whole ass Venom tongue on my neck and chest, and it was so sick. <laughs> um, yeah, Dean, shout out to Dean <laughs> He requested it because at the time I was doing a lot of makeup. So I put up a status or something on Facebook and was like, oh, what do people want to see? And Dean said Venom. And that was one of the few that I did. Um, and then special effects wise. Um, um, I don't know. Do you need to do one? Uh, I've done can. that as... A, a job like um sometimes at halloween i take bookings so i did that on someone else's face mm. oh i'm not seeing okay like, i'm literally sick. looking for my instagram right now i think my favorite is i did a cool one but i don't know what to call it <laughs> like it i don't Okay, oh, this is not the podcast are not the one for this. So, essentially, <laughs> rather than it being sort of a ripped off skin look, like my whole face pretty much was full of gore, bar like like a section of it, like my eye, nose, and mouth, or just one eye, nose, and mouth. Everything else was mm. super intense gore like slimy pussy vibes which is gross um but rather than it looking like the um face the skin had ripped off it looked like the gore had ripped off and my face was hiding underneath it so like the natural face of this specific character i made would have been this gory like blob does that make sense (laughs) nice Apparently, yeah, like, essentially you were taken over by something. And you're yeah, like I mean, I could literally send you um, a picture right now. Uh, I know it wouldn't help anyone else, but you would understand it and if I, if you can explain it in any other way. <laughs> I have, I've done it. I mean, yeah, you're more than welcome to. <laughs> also, while you're doing that, okay, I'll make it pop up. Uh, there we go. Um, why are we... 
Well, I'm looking at this. Do you want to shout out your special effects Instagram for those that want to look? Yeah, at sure. What I mean, I've not posted on it in a long time. Uh, maybe one day I'll I'll kick it back up again. But if you are interested in looking at this, um, it is. It's called Paintonix SFX, which I will spell. It's paint, so P-A-I-N-T, and then Onyx, O-N-I-X, and then SFX for special effects. So it looks like someone's burnt your face off. Yeah, I like honestly don't know what I was going for, but it, it's just what I create. <laughs> but I think it's one it of my cool. favourites. Yeah, think it is cool. cool. Or, That's the main thing. Um, I did, for my final major project at level three of college, I did a, a zombie, an evolution of zombies as my final, like, I just got really creative. Okay. And there's a whole, like, um, section on my Instagram there's like mm, nine pictures um, three different actors and those pictures are sick anyone that's into zombies or looking to like I guess get tips on how to do zombie makeup there you go have a look uh, maybe if Natalie falls up to it, if you have yeah. any questions, some, if you, maybe she'll yeah, answer them. Like you'll have Who to knows? message the makeup account because my other accounts are private, but the makeup account is free to chat. There you go. Um, so the yes. penultimate topic is gaming. Obviously, yeah, I don't, don't pick me up too much. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I do. No, you game a lot. <laughs> Um, you are am, yes. on the PS4 side of things. Um, what games are you playing at the moment? Pretty much completed Control. I don't know if you've heard of it. Ah, yes. Game. So, what game that is? Um, yeah, I've literally pr- just completed that plus the two DLCs. Um, Didn't get the third thing because I played oh, on Game okay. Pass, but I've completed um, the main game. Yeah, so. I've pretty much finished that now, and I am very much a person who grinds for achievements and trophies. Um, so I'm currently just Fair. working through trying to pick up uh, the last few trophies on the DLCs, but I have completely platinum trophied the main game, so happy days. What did you make of the final level? My the eyes final level, oh, the main game, final level. level. Yeah, now you got to find your way to the bloke. Oh. I won't give any spoilers <laughs> away. And you're in the you're in the hiss, oh. and everything's just red. Oh, yeah, I know what you mean now. I'm pretty sure I know what you mean. I've like played yeah. it really, like I literally got the platinum remember, in like, like two weeks. So I I like keen the game. So it is all a bit of a blur, and because I played the DLCs, that's like confusing me a lot. But I'm pretty sure I know what you're on about because it was like horrendously red, and you couldn't really see what you were doing because of that. Yeah, that yeah that level. Yeah, so obviously this is pretty much the final level of the game. But literally everything in the room yeah. you're in, or on the level you're in, is red. 
and your eyes fucking kill afterwards. I had to literally take a 10 minute break <laughs> to fucking adjust my eyes back to the normal life. It was so horrendous. I don't know who who came up with the idea, but <laughs> there is um, some questionable is. choices in there. Like overall, it's a sick game, and I loved playing through it. But there yeah. is some questionable choices made by the game devs. Yeah, but I guess most games like that nowadays were less like. Do you really think you should have done that, or yeah? Is that really I mean, kind of thing? I don't know. Oh, you haven't played the DLCs, no. but their second DLC is called Altered World uh, Events, and the final mm. boss that you have to defeat to complete that DLC is horrendous. Um, no, it's not broken. What, just they just broken made it really or... hard, um, and like. I was looking on YouTube and I looked through some people's comments to see what they were saying. And everyone was like, this took me like two hours to complete 45 minutes. This yeah. was a massive game floor. Like, like it, I don't think it was broken. It wasn't a floor, no. but it was just really hard because he would basically, um, I'm not going to give it away, but there was just a really, really specific way slash combo of defeating him that, Oh, I mean, there probably like, wasn't. Like, absolute, maybe if you're blank. sick at gaming, you then you don't have to use that way. But I had to basically use online advice to do it because I kept dying and I was getting increasingly angrier. This literally happened the other day, so it's quite fresh for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, so I like to finish games before I move into a new game. So that's just sort of that in terms of like solo gaming but i play online with some pals and i play mainly either dead by daylight rogue yeah rogue company or uh four guys lol <laughs> it's I a lot of fun i definitely found it really more fun when it first came out and then I kind of fell out of love with it because I got bored of playing the same things over and over again. But um, they have really they released season three like a little while ago. So there's now three seasons of different maps, and they're working on and releasing season four very soon, I think. Yeah, they announced it the other day. It's like yeah, it's like season a four, 40, vibe. 41 or something stupid like that. Um, so the more seasons, the merrier, because yeah. obviously then you just rotate around even more maps. Um, which keeps it interesting. Yeah. It should be good for, like, when it comes out on Xbox, there'll be, like, a fair yeah. few different maps and stuff to play with instead of it being, like, the basic, like... Exactly. The only thing I have to say which annoys me is, as I've already explained, I am a trophy hunter, and I have two more trophies left mm. to get a platinum on four guys. One of them is to win 20 episodes in total. And I'm on like, I don't know, I think I'm on like 13, 14 wins. Really don't know. Um, so I'm really not far off. Like, it's just one of those things that over time you will achieve. That's fine. However, the other one is to win yeah. five episodes in a row. <laughs> and I know some people have got it. Like, I've, I've heard of some streamers that have got that. But I don't game 24-7. Like, I'm not a streamer. Mm. Like, I 
also winning is is very much based on luck on that game. Like you you have to be slightly good at it, obviously, yeah. but the rest of it is all luck, baby, and who you're playing with, and it's just not going to happen. I know it's not going to happen, so I'm always going to be forever one trophy away from getting a bloody platinum, and it's forever going to annoy me. If the game developers, for some reason, hear me right now, <laughs> get rid of that trophy, please. <laughs> or, yeah. or just uh, give it to Nat. PSN is SquishyGamer99. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All I've done this whole podcast is shouting like now. <laughs> Like shout out Sunken Anchor, cool. cool. shout out my bloody makeup Instagram, PSN. <laughs> oh, trust me, friends I'm just very and family. Passionate. <laughs> um, uh, is there any game actually, you're looking forward to? This is already out, but it's because it's um PSN's game of the month, which is. Concrete Genie, I think it's called. It's been out for a while, I think. And it's been on my list for a while. But um, I got it this month for free. So now I've pretty much finished Control. I'm going to start that game up soon and play that. I've also heard it's a really easy Platinum. So happy days for me. Um, So I'm looking forward to playing playing that (laughs) because I've had a lot of good things. Also, there is another game coming out. And Mm -hmm. I can't remember what it's called, but you might. Um, and it really reminds me of a new Left 4 Dead. That's it. Back for Blood. Black for, I'm really excited for that to come out. Like, yeah, I was discussing this with Sophie yesterday. Actually, um, that you know, she was like, oh, "I missed the days of playing Left 4 Dead." At that, that's so like, yeah, my all-time favorite game, Left 4 Dead. I think. Uh, oh, like, wait, wait, <laughs> wait! I need to think about that. Yeah. Oh, I have quite a few. Left 4 Dead's my all-time favourite game to play with friends. Like, I was going to say online, but, like, obviously we just play yeah. co-op at home. But it's, like, my all-time favourite game to play as friends. Mm. Uh, as friends with friends. And then The Walking Dead Telltale <laughs> series is up there as one of my favourite story-based games. And also Beyond Two Souls, which I'm pretty sure is a Sony exclusive. But it's sick. It's up there with one of my other favourite story-based games. I might have just destroyed a whole question for you, but I wanted to let the people know. No, I mean, that wasn't a question, (laughs) but you've added. I don't know what the original question was. I just keep going off on tangents. Literally, if Spence listens to this, he's going to be like, this is classic <laughs> um, Natalie through and through. If, uh, I messaged Spence saying, do you have a question for Natalie? And he said, no, well, I'm not too sure. <laughs> and he was like, good luck. You know, Natalie chats a lot of shit. And oh, I was like, yeah, I know. That's so I'm funny. Prepared. I just knew he would have that vibe. <laughs> He's definitely Anyone not going to be able to listen to this whole thing. He's just going to be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like, Wayne, tell me what happens. What's the basics? I might make him it? listen to it. If he says, if he ever turns around to me in this last little bit of lockdown and says he's bored, I'll be like, listen to my voice. <laughs> <laughs> not in that. Don't say in that way. Jesus. Some anger market. 
Um, well, I guess speaking about Yay. Spencer, that we'll move on to your relationship with him. It's so been over five months. For... Uh, it's coming up to six months on the 18th of March. Ooh. Obviously, we're well, going from that timeline. Your relationship started in lockdown. Oh, it didn't How start in it lockdown, actually. It started lockdown? in September of last year. So it wasn't lockdown. It started well, mid You know what I mean. Um, it hasn't not been hard because of that at all. Yeah, which I think people might find surprising. But um, I, as if you know us, you know that me and Spence have been very close friends for many years. So it's not like we like just met and had to go through the getting to know each other's and all the awkward phases. Like he's been one of my favorite people for a very very long time. So the fact that like I now basically get to have him as my boyfriend is like the best thing in the world for me <laughs> I don't want to sound too gay he's fit as fuck um but yeah like yeah it's, we've <laughs> not I've not found it hard at all um so it helps that you both drive yeah, we as both well, drive. which I think We're is allowed around each other's houses. Like, um, in terms of like rules, I know that many people, in terms when it comes to their boyfriend slash girlfriend, are seeing their boyfriend slash girlfriend. Um, do you yeah, know what I mean? So like, fuck Rona, I'm not missing out on my boyfriend. <laughs> so yeah, it it helps that our parents are. Yeah. Uh, okay with that and let us see each other that helps I feel like if I wasn't able to see him it wouldn't make it any harder like our relationship would still be sweet as it would just be it would just make me sad because I'm very needy and he will confirm that <laughs> um and yeah he's been an absolute rock getting me through this sections of the lockdown the shitty sections of the lockdown because they were the winter ones which we all know were the harder ones and I'm pretty sure if I didn't have him by my side, I would yeah. not be as happy as I am today. So, big up. Shout out. The biggest shout, shout out, out of the podcast, my I have. <laughs> well, fair enough. It makes sense. It makes sense. Um, obviously, yeah. you're almost reaching the six-month mark. Um. Will you be celebrating six months um, or will you be one of these people that does it yearly? I don't know. I don't think we can if we wanted to in the 18th of March. Well, I don't know. I feel like I'm more of a yearly person. Um, but any excuse to have a Bev and a nice meal will get me going. So if he's down, we could make a thing of it. But yeah, I... I mean, when I was a bit younger yeah. and was having, like, young relationships, I was definitely, like, every month, I was like, oh, it's my one month, it's my two months. But, like, you're just not like that when you're older and it's very annoying for other people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so now it's, like, it's a yearly thing for me, I guess. But, I mean, I'm down to make drinks and nice food and stuff. So. Yes. Bevs and food, yeah. 
Um, what is your favourite memory um, of the relationship so far? Of the relationship, or can I include like the seeing slash dating stage? Or both? Can I do both? Um, I'm just I mean, thinking yeah, because I, obviously most of the actual both. relationship yeah, has been lockdowns. Like, well, I was don't get me wrong, I still have favorite moments, but it's nothing. It's not like going to be anything extravagant, like a holiday. <laughs> Moment. To be yeah. fair, like your favorite moment doesn't have to be anything extravagant. It can be just like very true. Oh, this one time when um, this happened. Uh, okay, I'm gonna say. My favourite moment of our relationship was very recent. I would say it's Valentine's weekend. Um, we had a ball, mate. It was so much fun. Okay. Like, we cooked each other food. Um, like, he did starters. I cooked mains. And, like, we ordered in some waffles for dessert. So, like, we had a whole three-course meal, and it was super cute. And we spread it out throughout the day as well, so we didn't, like, die of food. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, um, no he got me like baby. literally the sweetest present in the world. Like, oh, he's gonna hate me. <laughs> he got me like the sweetest present in the world. So, he got me this Pandora necklace, which has like a little heart with a gem in it, and also an extra pendant to go on it, which has his birthstone in it, so that he's always with me. Those words literally came out of his mouth. I know you wouldn't think of it with Spence, but it did. So, heart melt moment for me. Really? I mean, oh, so I knew cute. about that present before you knew about it, so. Yeah. You showed me, and I thought, <laughs> literally, I, and I was like, oh. I, we gave sick. each other presents, and then he went downstairs to have a cigarette, and I was speaking to my mom about the presents, and I was like, Mom, I might cry. <laughs> like, it was so cute. Um, <laughs> like, we just had such a good time, and um, we made ourselves on the sims and so we made like a little sims family like we just made the best day of it that we could being stuck inside like I'd, it was just super cute and it was one of those moments where i was yeah. like like proper, proper heart melt gushy love and mad, I like, yeah because normally we're not being that gushy we're normally like oh bruv <laughs> <Nice. Right. laughs> Or you bomb your cigarette. Um, and then, like, pre our actual, like, official relationship, we managed to go to Surrey. Um, this was our Reading, like, friend group. This was our Reading replacement last year. So we went to an Airbnb in Surrey. And this is basically yeah. what, you know, sparked the flames between me and Spence. Um, like it was, it's always, it's kind of always been there between us. Um, but yeah, this, that ignited it. And also like, it was like a bit of a mini holiday, which was a great achievement for last year. Um, and we just had such a sick time. Like I wish I could constantly relive in that moment. It was so much fun. I actually have two pictures really? of How come? you and Spence from that weekend on my phone. Yeah, Spence was drunk one night and he sent me, right, he was, he was talking about, like, stuff going on between yeah. uh, him and you. So, obviously, me and Spence are boys. Um, and I was like, oh, that's really cute. I hope things work out, blah, blah, blah. Oh, my God. And he I've sent me two pictures of you and him, pictures. right, just drunk as fuck. 
Okay. Uh, when, when, when we finish the podcast, I'll that's send you so them. Funny. You can, uh, I don't know if I want to see them, but I do. Uh, but anyway, yeah, big shout out, Spence. I literally <laughs> love him a lot, a lot. Like, a lot, a lot. And um, I definitely think this he is the one now. Like, I am very much settled and ready to... He, he's going to not want to hear this because he's going to be like, oh, man, I'm stuck with this annoying bitch forever, but forever. <laughs> nah, I... It sounds like no. I was gonna say it sounds I'm, like it's like I'm he's happy really mean. he's not mean. So go on. <laughs> Every time I'm like, oh. as I say, I'm really glad I've seen like two of best mates like yeah. Up, I'm so, literally and you the made happiest happy, so. I've been probably me ever. So it yeah. says a lot. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm very glad. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was definitely. I bad. knew it would happen at some point, so yeah, I'm very glad. I'm very glad you were got yeah, together. So that was a very you, cheesy you second. Each other, so <laughs> yeah, everyone can yeah. Uh, put their earphones back in now, stop throwing up, and we'll get back to non the non wet <laughs> gay part of the the Q and or the session. God, I already know some people's questions, so, and I've not prepared the them. And I'm scared now, how I'm going to answer some. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Firstly, this is a small Q and A about me, which was inspired by Steph. Um, so, first question is: What's one word uh, you would use to describe me? One word used to describe cuddly. I, I feel like I said that really weird. Cuddly, cuddly. Fair. I am three time <laughs> Cuddly, yeah. Cuddly, yeah, uh, yeah. What's one um, thing you like about me? One thing I like about you. Uh, hmm. Banter. You're you're hilarious. I find you very funny. Fair. <laughs> I'll take that. I'll fucking take that. Absolutely. And what's um, one thing you dislike about me? I don't know. That's a really mean question. <laughs> Uh, I don't know, Wayne. I don't. I can't think of anything that I don't like about you. Well, I, I don't want to be perfect here. I don't but, know. Yeah. Maybe that you don't drive, so I have to come pick your ass up. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I do. I do. Um, also, if anybody has any questions that I'd like to feature in this section, please let me know. Okay. So I'm not asking the same three questions every week. Okay. Um, let me move on oh, okay. to your Q&A. Um, I've actually got a question myself to ask you, which was inspired by my assistant manager, actually. So fair play to Andrew for this. Because he asked okay. me this question at work. And I was like, that'd be a great question for the Q&A. So uh, what's five celebrities... <sighs> You'd love God. to bring back from the from the dead to like That's to so watch, to, to see, Who's to dead? interact with, whatever. Or do three, oh, do shit. three then. I don't know. The fire's gonna be too much. Um, yeah, I know, but like musicians, actors, I'll, <laughs> I'll be honest. I'm a very like modernized in. Do you know what I mean? I'm very modern. Like most of my favorite people in my lifetime are still alive. Yeah. Uh, I know some legends have died. I know that. 
so let me turn my brain on <laughs> and say um uh Robin Williams Um, because yeah, obviously he's sure. an actor, I'm a, a performer also. I genuinely think he was a lovely person. Um, he was hilarious, and I feel like oh, I could sure. learn a lot from him. Um, shit, mm. this is really hard. <laughs> okay. Also, maybe... Uh, is it Heath Ledger? Um, again, a sick actor. Yeah. Um, would love to tap into his. Yeah. yeah. Would, would love like to tap into his brain. Um. Just and just get to know him, and also you're not going to know this person, but also, his name is Antonin Arto. He is a theatre practitioner who okay. basically his um, style of theatre is called Theatre of the Absurd or Theatre of Cruelty, which is basically my type of theatre. It's super messed up. Okay. It's very much his aim was to make his audience feel uncomfortable and it's very, very odd theatre. Um, he... he uh, he had a very troubled life. Basically. He was very he was in and out of asylums and there was a lot of drug abuse and stuff. So he was very difficult to understand and he wasn't realized as a practitioner in his lifetime. It wasn't until he passed away that people were like, Oh, his work's quite good. Um so he didn't get recognized. But <laughs> I would love to bring him back now to A see his sort of um influence he's had on uh theatre as it is today. And also because I am majorly inspired mm. by him. I have been for years. A lot of the work I have produced um, has been inspired by his style. And I would love to just tap into that brain and figure out more of that if I can. Okay, yeah. I, I don't want to do That's more fair. than three. Decent <laughs> answer. <laughs> no worries. Uh, so, first question is from Max. Um, and Max has asked, what is your favourite night out ever? That's okay, so I've actually have thought about this question out. a little bit. Um, but that's because it's been on my mind. Do you know the day back in 2018 when we went on that fat pub crawl and then ended up in Pop World? Are you a Yes. Well, <laughs> I say yes. That day night, was but yes. sick. Like, pretty much, I think pretty much the whole friend group was involved. Pretty much. If it, if not throughout the whole journey, I feel like pretty everyone much, yeah. ended up at Pop World. I don't yeah, know. I if, you like didn't, if you didn't, if you weren't there, like, Pop World or I'm server. sorry, but... <laughs> But at that moment... Yeah, like it was sick. I can't explain how good that was, but it was good. Um, It was a really good day. 
it yeah, was chaos. That, it was. I couldn't was tell chaos. you exactly what happened by the end of it, but it was chaos. Uh, I remember getting a football. Is that the same um, night, like that I floored you, or is that a different night? <laughs> yeah, I literally floored Wayne. Like, no, that's the same night. Six yeah. foot four. <laughs> it was really messy. I, I don't know. We was all like point. jumping around, jumping on each other, like fucking. Everyone was snogging each other. It was it was a mad dumb night, but it was so fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely like one nights you read about on like some kind of um Honestly. Oh, uh, I just wanna like recreate if we can recreate that this summer and we can go on a fat pub crawl and end up in a club, I'm gonna be my life will be made. Oh, it's literally just happen. hustling it again with Sophie yes, last night yes, about doing a pub yeah, crawl. So, what about pub golf? Yeah. Uh your mm-hmm. tutor, Nathan, has got a few questions tutor. for you. I'm so I'm going to go through them one by one. Uh, first question is... Yeah. Um, first question is, what is the most um, memorable gaming session you've okay. ever had? So, solo, it would be the Walking Dead t- Telltale series. And then online gaming, because we game online together very much would probably be in lockdown number one, we was playing a lot of Dead by Daylight religiously together. And there was a lot of funny moments, but one moment that makes us laugh mm-hmm. a lot is um, I was not very happy at the time because I was getting absolutely messed up by this killer clown. And like Nathan was just laughing at me and I got really angry and was just like, I, I basically got really vexed and said all really weird things and was like, oh, I, I called the bloody clown like a pagan clown and was getting really annoyed. <laughs> I was like, I don't know, I was kicking off. And he kept laughing at me. Well, he wasn't. He was laughing at what I said because I was being funny. But I thought he was laughing at my situation. I was getting vexed. Like, I was actually getting so annoyed. But, it, like, looking back on it, it was hilarious. Uh, Nathan's second question is uh, if you could be the, f- the lead role in any theatre or film what this film is one of the questions I should have thought about if I could be a lead role in any theatre production or <laughs> film what would that be mm. <laughs> I have to think um, should we echo that okay so Oh no, I don't like this because I don't want to like this really crappy for your podcast for me to be like, um, but like, I don't know. Uh, Sweeney What's Todd, the first Mrs. one that comes Lovett, to your head then? But I don't know whether I want that. Like, I don't know whether that's my top answer. I just, that would be fun. We'll go with that for now and then. If something comes back to you later and the, we okay. have a few questions we've got left, you put like, oh, I'll choose this instead. Um, the first question from Nathan is, you have £1 million to give away to someone, but you have to say what it is so easy for. for me. Who do you pick? I would give £1 million pounds to Spencer. He oh, has nice. to buy a house for us too. 
He has mm. to buy a new car for himself. Wait, do you think one Sorry. million pounds is just going to get a house? Yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to pretend it's going to get him a house. Him a house. Car, well, us a house, him a car, me a car. A stretch. Yeah. We'll, we'll figure Sorry. out the rest. <laughs> and then the rest you can live on. Yeah. Uh, fourth question is from Nathan. Uh, from Nathan, you're allowed to go on one more holiday uh, for the rest of your life. Where I go, go to America, Orlando, and I go to Universal Studios. Nice. Simple. And now the last question from Nathan, which is the toughest <laughs> question. And he actually commented on this question as well. Which do you, what would you choose? Or what would you keep? Let's clear what up. Would if it's, what would you mean prefer? Keep, would you rather? Like, I'm, <laughs> let's clear this up. Cheese. I, did, I don't know. Nathan just put cheese or love. So, what about cheesy love? No. Well, no, you're well, not going to do both. Love. I will, obviously, I'll keep love, but I'm not happy. Well, obviously, I'm happy about it, but I want cheese. I'm going to go eat some cheese after this. <laughs> yeah, cheese is love. There you go. Cheese is love, Nathan. Cheese is love for you. There you go. Uh, two questions from Sophie. Uh, first question from Soph is... When I say happiest moment, what's the um, first thing that comes into your mind? <laughs> the first thing that comes into my mind, happiest moment, family holidays, specifically when we went to America together. It, me, my mum, my dad, my brother. Uh, we we did Orlando, nice. did Florida. We did all the parks. Oh, fancy. Um, and so, second question uh, is, my who is your hero and why? My mum, everyone knows Carol's a legend. I had a feeling you might have said that. Everyone, every single person in our friend group, yeah, yeah. big up Carol, every single big person in our big friend group knows she's a legend. Um, she would literally mother every single one of us if she had to. Um, she she cooks everyone food she welcomes into them, them into our home and just she just mums everyone which everyone loves um but i've, I've... no you please <laughs> i remember um oh, go on i was gonna say i remember i came to yours once for food and carol we were having that salad <laughs> and Carol was just giving me literally everything that's in the fridge towards me. Everyone like, it's in, fine, like, honestly. You know, um, some people might like may, might be a bit Absolutely. of a burden if like the guests come around and they want food. Like my mum is more upset if you say no to food because then she's stressed. Hmm. she she gets stressed that you're gonna be hungry and that you've just said no yeah, to the night. And she's like, "Please eat food. Please eat the food." <laughs> like, yeah. Another time is when I came on to watch UFC and. Carol was like, oh, do you want something to eat, man? I'm like, no, She I'm keeps fine. going so at people, and I'm, I, every now and then I'm like, okay. like, no. <laughs> and then if I go downstairs, like, while you guys are here, she goes, have you asked if, like, that if they want food and made sure that they, 
well, want something and I'm like mom I can ask again but like they said no but yeah she's a legend um and also like my mum well shout out my mum and dad um they've brought me and my brother up fantastically we've lived very very happy lives and it's because of them and everything that they give us and I'm very grateful for both of them um and if I could be half the mother she is, I'm winning. So, yeah, I look up to her because of that. <laughs> I hope my mum listens to this now. Fair play. Going to make me cry. <laughs> yeah, I've got a few people that will listen. Don't you worry. Oh, nice. Hello, Carol. <laughs> nice. Good. I want, few, I want listens. Um. Next questions are from Louise. Her first question is, if you can go back in time and change oh, one thing... I have a really cliche answer, but you're going to be mad at me. I don't think I want to change. Actually, okay. My cliche answer was I wouldn't change anything because everything that's happened to me has made me who I am and it's made me stronger in some cases, even though they were really hard to go through at the time. Right. However, Bye. if Smile I could still have my nanny, I would have my nanny. Need to be fair. Fair. Um, Louise's second question is, um, what is your favourite childhood, childhood memory? memory? My childhood was lit. <laughs> I don't know. Um, favourite childhood memory? Okay. Uh... I'm going to just say like something really simple. So rather than like a holiday and stuff, I'm just going to go with, I remember quite vividly when I'm young, just being very creative and playing with my mum. Like, do you know what? This is actually kind of, you know, like, oh, did you ever want to be a teacher? Throw it all the way back to when I was a, like a toddler. I would get all my soft teddies out and I'd write a register for them. And like me yeah. and my mum would like teach them as a class and like, I would tap into mega amounts of imagination and my mum would just go along with it like she was a legend. So, yeah, just playing really random, very much imaginative games with my mum. Well, Lily, you're crazy. Yeah. Like, juicy star and early age kind of thing. And Yeah, literally. And now like, you're here, my life, are, Luckily, our lives kind of weren't always phone and tv and ipads we um we had we just grasped the last bit of hmm. playing like with actual toys and our imagination and stuff so yeah right yeah. legend uh robin's got two questions for you uh, first question from Robin is: If you could relive one year of your life, knowing what you knowing uh, what you now know, what year? Twenty eighteen. No, Robin and they were saying say that in the comments. Twenty years a joke. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Twenty eighteen. Oh, I remember they saying one year, but I just remember what it was. Uh, I was dating a shitty person in 2018 that didn't deserve me um to be fair i like i said i don't ever really regret anything and it shapes me who i to who i am but um i just wish that i didn't 
let myself be walked over as much maybe um and also um i i I could have officially been with spence from 2018 as some people know Um, but you know what? It's fine. I think I think it's good that we yeah. took our time and um, let it blossom into something stronger rather than rushing it too soon. Yeah, exactly. That's, this is why I say things happen for a reason. So yeah, you obviously weren't meant to be then. You're meant to be now. So you are. Uh, Robin's second question is three celebrities or influential people to sit and have a drink and dinner with because she's my idol she's my queen um, I love yeah, her she's, I, her music's sick but I also think her as a person she's cool as fuck and she's very down to earth um, and I want to know some things about her and I want to be her best friend um uh, who else do I want? Fair. Oh, okay, so I've got Billy Eilish. I also want um, Helena Bonham Carter. I really struggle saying her name. But I uh, she's probably one of my all-time yeah. favourite actresses. So I would love to sit down with her just on an actor point of view. And also... So I've got a singer, I've got an actress. What else do I want? Oh, bloody hell, these questions are so hard when you make me think of celebrities. <laughs> um, okay, the other person I want is <laughs> Andrew Lincoln. If you don't know, it's the person who plays Rick in The Walking Dead. And I literally <laughs> I literally fancy the fuck out of him, so I just want to be with him. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I know, obviously, that'd be more than just, he's you know, so fit. oh, he's on the walking like, dead. Obviously, it's, oh, he's walking you know, dead, and he's pretty I'm fit. settled, but, I mean, I can still enjoy dinner with the man. <laughs> <laughs> you said dinner, so different. Dinner? Yeah. Uh, dinner? Um, Hassan has asked, what is your favourite film genre? <laughs> Anyone yes, who horror. knows you would know the answer to that. As we discussed mm-hmm. with tattoos and, you know, your influences and stuff. Do you have, like, do you know when you started uh, your love for horror? I think during just one of things college, occurred when I started time? to realise myself more as an artist... Um, and when I started getting into like the gory sides of things, the special effects, um, started to watch The Walking Dead, those sort of things all led me down the, a path of gore and horror. Um, also, my favorite like film franchise is Saw, oh. um, which I know isn't, I wouldn't actually call it horror. I know it is, but I wouldn't because it's not scary, mm. it's just gory. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, I feel like there should be like on a the different genre called gore. <laughs> Saw being a horror film. Like a, I think it's a sub-genre, maybe. 
But sure there um, is. yeah, either way, Something. they're they're top tier. Yeah. Yes. And the last questions are from Lucy. So Lucy's first question is: What's your favorite, favorite moment, moment from, from TV, TV and, and film? film? TV. Just do one of each. I'm thinking straight away Walking Dead. My favourite moment, though. Yeah, I was thinking. The thing is, like, obviously, I'm not a fan of people dying, but realistically, the most epic scenes are like the battle scenes or death scenes or dramatic scenes that are quite sad. Um. Yeah. So yeah. even though it was traumatic so and I was definitely crying my eyes out when I first watched it, the scenes with Negan's first entrance and the lineup with Lucille and ready to bash people's head in, uh, that was, I don't want to say it was my favourite, mm. but like in terms of dramatics and cinematography. And then about... film, I don't know. I'm more of a TV series kind of gal yeah. than a film gal. Um, the only reason I've watched more films now is because of Spence and because we have like this a couple of scratch off movie posters now. Um, but I don't, I don't know if I could list my favorite um, oh, nice. moment from a film. I don't know if I can do that off the top of my head. Uh, just gory shit from Saw. Or this. Fair enough. Gory shit. <laughs> well, uh, we'll take that. We'll take that. Gory shit from Saw. Uh, Lucy's second question is, if your 15-year-old self saw you now, um, what would be the thing they'd be most shocked about? My 15-year-old self saw me now, she would be... Do you know what? Like, she would look at her like, wow, she's cool as fuck. Like, I want to be her. Which is which is good because bitch, you're gonna be her. <laughs> um, although I don't appreciate myself that much now, I think it's really nice yeah. every now and then to remember that yourself when you were younger would love you right now. Because, well, it's true. Like fifteen was I, I don't know about anyone else. Fifteen was rough. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it's always it's one of like yeah. from like thirteen to like and obviously, sixteen, seventeen. Like, it's always like I, I was really wanted to be that really cool girl with cool hair and cool tattoos and like I just wanted to be a bit more confident and uh, like get out there a bit more and yeah, I just think she would think she's hella cool. Um I don't know. What did what was the question? What would I tell myself or what would I think? Hmm. Most shocked about. Um what would you be most? What would they be most shocked about now? Yeah. Probably. What would they be most shocked to see you're doing or on? They would be most shocked that I achieved so well in my education and now teaching other people what I know. Yeah, I I can understand. Cosy. When you're in education, yeah. like no yeah. one thinks, and oh, don't, like my GCSEs weren't chronic, the, but like you know, in the class, they could have been better. 
Um, and then the fact that I then achieved, went on to achieve so well in further education and get like top marks in um, everything and then teach other people, like I think she just would have been like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, penultimate question from Lucy is what's the best piece of advice no your favourite piece of advice someone's ever given you Um, I think my mum gives me a lot of good advice all the time Um, so it's hard to really pinpoint but I feel I feel like one Mm. thing she tries to tell me when I'm feeling anxious or worried about something which happens occasionally um (laughs) she tries to remind me to just (laughs) she okay so for an example when I went off to my third year in Leicester I went completely alone which was a huge step for me um and she just said look you are at the end of the day an actor you're a performer So even if you don't feel confident, I want you to walk into the space and pretend you're playing a role of a character who is feeling confident. But don't forget that that character is still yourself. Be yourself, be confident, and just everyone will fall in love with you because you're great. Yeah, honestly, it's how I've got through a couple of moments in my life. I've just pretended that it's not real and I'm (laughs) having to play a character. (laughs) Yeah, literally. It, and some people Sometimes might not be able to tap way. into that, but if you can tap into that and tell yourself that it's not real and that you're playing a character and a role, and um, it might help you get through some tough times at times. And the final question from Lucy and for the Q and A is: uh, name a show you've done. Where if you could play a different part, what whether the show is made up or pre existed, what the show uh, and character well, would be. Well, I mean I I thought she said the shows that I've done, so I don't know about the made up part. But going off the shows that we done at college, I hmm. I would like to have played Audrey, I played Audrey 2. Let's just clear this up because if you don't know, it's very confusing. I played Audrey 2. I would have liked to have played Audrey, which is the main like protagonist lead. Um, because as I said, I play a lot of villainous roles, which is grand. I love yeah. that. I wanted that. Um, I think if I had the opportunity to stretch myself to the sort of girly, well, not girly, but like lead girl. Yeah, I just think that would be really cool for me to do that. Um, and that's up there with my well it is my favourite musical because it involves gore (laughs) there's a running theme (laughs) uh, yeah there was a a little bit of a running theme perhaps I had a wonderful time I'm sorry this is potentially your longest podcast I mean, I've noticed that the long, the two <laughs> Ryan longest was like the same. I roughly college, think he was out of court. I am. I think I've topped it by a couple minutes, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. 
People aren't going to listen to this the whole way through. It's only one forty-seven, so yeah. It'll be, it'll be. Oh yeah, if this isn't the first part, Kyle, mate, you're listening to this whole thing. He'll do it in seconds, but. Oh, what do you mean? Get on the show? Also, Carl, like, mate, oh. get on the fucking show. <laughs> oh lol. Thank you so much for having me, Wayne. I've had what, a blast. What we're talk about? Good. I'm glad you have, and I'm sure. Well, I mean, we are going to give one again at some point because you've got an idea, or well, you gave me an idea for a, oh, yeah. a list of shows. So, and, um, the uh, uh, the would you rather? Questions. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I'm yes. sure we we'll get you and some other Walking My Dead fans to come on this chat. Dead about fan. It. So, uh, Nick. Big, oh, come on. Can you imagine? Carol, who's more than a That would be so cool. I'm going to have to see a YouTube about <laughs> All right, I'll let you do it. your outro. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, do it. Nice. Uh, next episode, I'm pretty sure we'll feature Megan. Um, she was meant to be this episode, but something came up. So hopefully she'll be able to make this episode. So for now, Megan is going to be the next episode. We're going to discuss animals, tattoos, and we get to see uh, her and Wayne's relationship from her side. Um, so yeah, that'll be next week. And 